Welcome to Arson, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. Arson contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you and enjoy this episode of Arson. Okay. Okay? I accept your help. I need to know what happened to them, and if teaming up with you will get me those answers, then I'm in. This girl is insane! We can't team up with them! Dom, they're telling the truth. How do you know that? I trust my parents. Yeah? Well, your parents lied to us all! Maybe they're not as trustworthy as you believe. Dominic, don't you dare go there. I'm sorry. I just... I need a minute. (sighs) Okay. (sighs) Are you okay? Pretty sure I didn't invite you to follow me. Pretty sure you look like you could use someone to talk to. Even if I did, it wouldn't be you. Ouch! Cut me deep, Dom. Just... just go. Tell me where your head is. Screw you. Well, if you say so. But first, talk to me. Please? (sighs) The last few days have uprooted everything I thought I ever knew about Lafrisian history. And trust me, I knew a lot. I made it a point to always be the smartest person in the room. I'm a very logical person, Colton. I know that something is not adding up here. I know what you're all saying could be true. But then admitting that means admitting that my whole life I've been wrong, and I'm not... I'm not sure I could do that. I get it. I mean, I've never been considered very smart, but I know what it feels like to... Have something change your entire outlook. (sighs) Why? Gonna need you to be a little more specific, Dom. Why are you trying to help me right now? My entire life, I've been taught to hate you. I'm supposed to hate you. Do you? I... Do you hate me, Dominic? I... I know I'm supposed to. But I don't think I do. Then that's why I'm helping you. No, this doesn't make sense. Welcome to reality, Dom. We've got t-shirts. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. For what? Cheering me up. Anything for you. Could you all give me a moment alone with Arlie? I'm not sure that's a good idea. Kaylin, it's fine. I thought you'd understand by now. I mean no harm. Her safety is my concern, whether you mean her harm or not. Ah, I see. (laughs) Well then, perhaps you'll grant me a moment alone with you first, Caitlin. Fine. Give me a moment. 
you know that you don't need to protect me from him, right? You don't understand. Don't understand? Kaylin, I thought you trusted me. I do, but- Whatever. I'll be outside. I'll go check on her. You know that's like the opposite thing to do when trying to get someone to fall in love with you, right? Remember who you're speaking to, Shelby. My apologies, Captain. You are quite protective of Miss Sharp, aren't you? She is my target. Of course. What do you want to discuss? I assume you believe our side of the story, seeing as you haven't tried to kill us yet. It's probable. You can relax, you know. I'm not your precious king. I do not require you to act like a robot devoid of any true emotion and original thought. This... This is difficult for me to grasp. I understand. Do you? You've been lied to your entire life. It's understandable that you're having trouble breaking free from the chains that Easton and Arson have shackled you with. If what you're saying is true, Rathmore... Ha. I see you've already put it together. How could he do that? Why does anyone commit evil acts? To gain or keep power. But he couldn't- People are capable of terrible things. His own brother. Yes. But why? Lucius was here on Earth, already abdicated the throne. I believe I can explain that as well. A few days before the fire, he and Violetta came to see me. sure this is what you want? It's time. Arlie's an adult, and our home is no longer Earth. I need to finally take responsibility. You're going to assume the throne. I would have no choice. When he arrives back home, the law states that he must take his rightful place as king. But I will not fight my brother for it. The people will fight for you. Why do you think so? We've asked our Lafrisian contacts to keep us updated on the state of things. It is obvious that Arson has adopted his father's stance on many issues. The citizens are restless. They better watch out, or we'll have another group of exiled Fae. I want to open the gates, Flax. But we could never return. You could. You will. I'll see to it personally. I will right the wrongs of my father. But what of our reputation? There's still the matter of the suspected assassination of your father. People trust Lucius. When he speaks of your innocence, they will believe. Why now? After all these years? I can't hide from my destiny anymore. I owe it to Lafrasia. I owe it to the Unseelie. I owe it to my daughter. We want to finally introduce her to Lafrisia. If we go home, we'll be able to show her. Yeah, that's one thing I never understood. Why didn't you show her already? Arson banned our travel back and forth and the use of fairy magic on Earth in order to preserve our secret. We signed an agreement. And do you think he will just give you the throne back? Just like that? I hope so. I have faith my brother will understand the needs of the people. 
For all our sakes, I hope you're right. He was going to take the throne back. That was his plan. They were killed two days later. I've been serving a monster. You wouldn't be the first person to be tricked into following someone with evil intentions. And you will not be the last. How do we tell her? That her uncle killed her parents? Yes. I've learned that honesty tends to be the easiest and most effective route. I want to protect her from this. Love doesn't mean protecting someone from experiencing pain. It means helping them through it when it happens. I don't... I'm so afraid of what this will do to her. She seems like a very capable young woman to me. Perhaps you are not worried that she can't take it, and instead are worried that she can and won't need you. I am the captain of the guard, which is under the rule of her parents' murderer. When she finds out, she'll hate me. She'll think I was in on it. She'll... Perhaps. But you won't know that until you tell her. Yeah. Take her to the Overlook. Follow the edge of the cavern until you find the stairs. Tell her the truth. Answer her questions. And when you're ready, bring her back. We still have much to discuss. Thank you, Flax. I'm sorry. For everything we've done to you. I've had a long time to think about it. Then, truthfully, you had the evidence, the motive was there, the opportunity... I would have believed the same if the situation was reversed. I hold no ill will towards those who are just as much victims to Easton's lies as we were. Good luck. Duh, screw you, Kaylin! Hey, Ellie, slow down. Are you alright? Can you please explain to me why Kaylin treats me like an idiot one minute? And then an equal the next? Because frankly, I'm getting really tired of this damn back and forth with him. Trying to explain anything Kaelin does is futile. He's a complex individual. But I know that he is facing unprecedented circumstances right now. And that could be enough to make anyone act strange. I know this whole situation is probably incredibly difficult for you, Ellie. The situation isn't difficult. Nix. It's unbearable. I know. I get it. Trust me. More than you may think. My sister has always been my only family. She raised me. She took care of me. She taught me morals. She was my compass. Was. She was killed in the Unseelie riots. Fires. I dedicated my whole life to protecting others from the same fate. Joined the guard, trained every day, and volunteered to help with the Sharps case because that meant I was ridding the world of the Unseelie scum in the only way I could. 
what we're hearing here today is true. Not only have I blamed the wrong people for killing my sister, but I have actively served the one who actually did. I know what unbearable feels like, Morley. We won't let them get away with this. I know. Nix. Orly. Kaylin. I hope I'm not interrupting. No, of course not. We were just talking. Orly, can we speak for a moment? I'd like to take you somewhere. Of course. Kaylin silently led Orly around the edge of the beneath until they reached a set of stairs that were carved into the side of the cavern wall. They began their climb, neither of them daring to speak. The tension in the air hung thick between them as they traveled along the wall of the cavern. After a few excruciatingly awkward moments, Kaylin and Arlie stopped at a large platform jutting out of the rocky wall. The platform was lined with charcoal black railing on all sides and overlooked the entirety of the civilization they called the Beneath. Arlie, forgetting her anger for a moment, walked carefully to the edge and leaned on the railing as she took in the sight below. From this height, she could see the tops of buildings, buildings that were much more modern than the one she saw in Lafrasia, almost New York-like in their construction, but still made from wood and canvas, like a marriage between the two worlds. She concluded that the design inspiration was because of their frequent time spent on Earth. There were parks scattered around the landscape. She noticed a river of running water entering from the tunnel on the far side of the cavern and ending in a large pond somewhere near the middle of town. She heard music and bustling energy from the citizens below. It's almost like New York here. I can see the resemblance. So, what did you and Flax talk about? He promised to help you uncover the truth about who killed your parents and, well... I know who it was. You do? Arson. Are you... Okay. No. But I will be. I have to assure you, orally, I had no knowledge of this. I swear to you. I know, Kaelin. God, God, I know. I, I trust you. I am so sorry for the way that I've been behaving. <laughs> yeah. You've been a real jerk. I know. Look, I'm aware that I don't understand everything about this part of my identity, but Kaelin... I'm not some fragile girl that you need to protect. Orly, I know that. I, I do. Then why do you do it? It's complicated. It doesn't have to be. It's my job. Don't lie to me, Kaylin. What do you want me to say, Orly? That I protect you so fiercely, not because you need me to, but because if something happened to you, I'm not sure that I could ever forgive myself. That ever since I met you, you've had this unfortunate ability to convince me to do reckless things, even if it goes against every fiber of my being. That I, stone-cold, emotionless captain of the guard, am falling in love with you. Is that what you want me to say? Yeah. Yeah, that just about covers it. You really monologued just now, didn't you? Yes, it, it, it appears I have. <laughs> like, like, you went for it. You put Hallmark to shame. 
Okay. I know, I know. As cliche as the delivery was, the intention was real. I know. So, you forgive me? Well, I'll have to think about it. You know, really stew over your words while an angsty 2000 ballad plays. I don't understand what that means. But thank you. So, now we confront Arson. Confronting the king of Lafrisia. You have no shortage of courage, Orly. Come on. I have a plan. A plan? We're going to open the gates. Make Arson face the Unseelie. And me. Are you certain it would work? If we stand around waiting to be certain, we'll never do anything. How can I help? Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and copy edited by Mariah Clausen. This episode featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Michael Porteous, Emily Buza, Ace Corsaira, Wes Haas, Mike Crawford, Mariah Clausen, Daniel Santoy, and Griffin Coldiron. This episode was edited by Brad Colbrook, Mariah Clausen, and Griffin Coldiron and featured the music of John Bartman. And I'm Sophia Derisi. Want to stay up to date on all things the Lafrisian Chronicles arson? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>